Good morning, good afternoon, guys. Welcome back to another Geek Tavern. As always, it's me, Sean. I'm joined by Mike. Hello. And Aaron. Bonjour. And today we are talking about Aaron's recommendation, uh, Casino Royale, 007 James Bond, the first installment of the Daniel Craig Bond series. And ironically, it was the first installment of James Bond back in the 50s. Yes. When the character was brought to actual media. Uh, this is actually a remake. Oh, okay. Uh, the original movie sucked. Oh, isn't yeah. this uh, Ian Fleming's first James Bond novel? I believe too? so. Yes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes, it actually it, it makes sense with the way that the story progresses. Um, this is the first. I suppose we could. It's not the first Bond movie, but this, in chronological order, would be the first. Bond movie because this is where Bond gets his 007 license, his license to kill. You mean as a franchise whole? Yeah, I mean, like, this would be because I don't think that we really see any origin of 007 or him getting his license to kill in any other iteration. See, I'm, I'm so ignorant when it comes to James Bond. Like, I thought, sure, they were all in the same universe, but I There's thought. There's a theory behind that. Yeah. So I thought that, like, you know, you got the name James Bond with the 007. Yeah, but we find out in this <clears throat> uh, series of movies that that's not the case. Okay. Because we go to Bond's actual home, and Bond is on the gates and everything. Yeah, okay. like we, we find out that his his actual name is James Bond. Okay. Yeah, he's not very good at hiding. I don't know anything. He's not very good at... Uh, going undercover anywhere because he no. just goes by his name. Yeah, they even bring that up in this movie. Whenever, uh, um, he's like interrogating or basically just using that one woman who is the wife of the bomb. Oh, like he's not even a bomb maker. He's the dude that connects the sheep with the bomb maker. Right, and uh, so uh, she comes up dead, and then Emma's like, well. Do they can she pinpoint you anyway? And he's like, No, of course not. But and he literally like gave her his name the night before, yeah. So, yeah, name everything, like, yeah. He and I think that speaks as part of Bond's character because he's so overconfident in his abilities that he's like, I can give them my real name, it's not like they're gonna be able to do anything about it, like, yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but the movie starts out with Bond getting confirmed for his 007 status, which is a pretty neat sequence, all in black and white. Uh, I said to Sean when we were watching it, I was like, so do you think that a lot of people were pissed off in 2006? Like, it started in black and white, and then some people went out, they're like, the movie's in black and white! It's supposed to be in color! Like, there's probably I'm people sure there who was, went yeah. out to the office, and they're like, it's wrong! But, uh it's a very neat your color's sequence. off it's a very noir sequence really mm -hmm. yeah. um of him breaking into the uh section chief's office to uh tell him basically he's been caught selling state secrets and he's not too worried about it because he says that bond's not a double o so mm -hmm. what's he gonna do and then he <laughs> tells him that he already had his first kill and then he proceeds to tell him, he's like, oh, your second one, and then he just shoots him dead, and he's like, yep, thanks. Um, so he gets a double O status, and then he's on a mission in Madagascar, where he... Uh, he's is... there to question the bomb maker. Yeah, 
and he chases him in a very cool action sequence through a construction site. There's a lot of parkour going on, a lot of stunt work. Um, yeah. I believe Daniel Craig did almost all of his stunts uh, in that. Because uh, I think I watched an interview where he said that the scariest stunt that he did was jumping from the one crane to the other crane. Because even while he was harnessed and everything, like, still terrifying to yeah jump from one crane yeah, and to it, another crane and in the scene it calls for him to to almost not make it so yeah. so yeah. you gotta land and yeah. slip you're right i mean you're not gonna die but that's still a very scary yeah. thing to do because you yeah. can very much risk like injuring your leg or something like that um that's one of the the most memorable scenes i'll say oh yeah because like, you think I, about this movie like that's one of the biggest things that come to mind because uh scene. I, I, I don't know if I said this at the end of the last when you recommended this, but I've only seen this once, and that was like 2000. When did Skyfall come out? Uh, 2012. So, oh, Spectre was 15, yeah. I think it was the summer of 2011. I probably watched it. Like, yeah, my one buddy wanted to watch him to gear up for it. So, like, only seeing this once, like, I remembered that whole scene. Like, basically bit for bit so yeah. so it, i would say it's very memorable and oh yeah i would say almost iconic scene probably yeah. the first parkour i've ever like ever yeah. witnessed yeah yeah. That's, yeah it was like a really big selling point of it was like all of the parkour yeah. and everything it was kind of big at that time like parkouring and all mm -hmm. that shit they uh you don't really see a lot of huh they mentioned it in the office yeah. <laughs> yeah you don't see a lot of that anymore like the last <clears throat> one that i can really think of was like kingsman maybe yeah in the first kingsman which is you know it's spoofing off of this a little bit even but uh and that was like 2014 uh, 2000 something and if you watch alley law yeah, yeah forget about law. you <laughs> uh but um yeah very cool action sequence which ends at a u.s embassy where bond kills the bomb maker and blows up the embassy to escape and uh, finds the bomb and a cell phone with the uh, a text message with the word ellipsis on it. Mm -hmm. um, so he is tracking down, he's going down, figuring out who sent this message, whatever, and he finds Mr. Demetrios at the Ocean Club um, and wins his car from him. Yeah, his, the Aston Martin. Yeah. The beautiful 1964 Aston Martin that he nicked the door. I, I love, yeah. <laughs> I love that he, the whole purpose of finding the footage, the security footage, was basically just to see who owns the. Was, yeah. Wasn't that basically the. Yeah, because yeah, the guy thought that he was a valet. Yeah. Which it worked out for Bond because then he just backed his car into the whole gate and then all the security people rushed to the parking lot. So he went in and checked the footage yeah. to find out. And then, uh, or no, he, he was checking to see who sent the text. Yes. Was and actually... then he saw that he, watching the security footage, saw that he sent the text message right. at the same exact time that it was received to the other guy's phone. So he starts interrogating his wife. Well, not interrogating. He's just asking her questions while they have sex. And then uh, he figures out where Demetrios is going. Because now that his bomb maker's dead, Lashif has to hire another bomb maker. And we'll back up for a second. The reason why he's hiring a bomb maker is because he is he's a banker. He's an accountant. 
yeah, yeah. He, he's an accountant for what we call him for Spectre, or is he a third party? I um, want to say he's a third party. Well, he was introduced by Mr. White, who was a part of Spectre. Yeah. So, I, I think that in uh, in Spectre they take him under the umbrella of it. So yeah. I think he is involved in Spectre. So um, he now has like this terrorist money, like a hundred, what, a hundred million dollars? Uh, 120, 150 or $120 million, something like that. So he has all of his money and everything, and he's a bit of a gambler. So he has this plot to blow up this prototype airplane. So he's putting $101 million or something like that in the stocks, and the guy's like... To short them. Yeah, and he's like, it's not going to do anything. He's like, they're unveiling the new prototype, and he's like, yeah, whatever, just do it. Like, telling his broker, just do it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, he's hiring a bomb maker to blow up this prototype. So, when uh, Bond kills the first bomb maker, Demetrios has to hire another bomb maker. So, he goes, uh, Bond goes to Miami, which is where he's taking off from and handing off, basically, the bomb to, or whatever he's handing off to him. To the guy who's going to blow up the plane. Um, And then there's uh, an action sequence at the airport, which uh, ends with Demetrius's death and the bomb maker's death. Because Bond ends up sticking the bomb back onto the guy who was going to blow up the plane. That's a great Uh, sequence, too. That whole chase, and then. Yeah. And Bond is uh, like. He's off the grid when he's doing this. Yeah. Like, he, he's doing this of his own volition. He's not sanctioned by MI6 when we're doing this. Oh, um, and ellipsis is the password to get into the secure area of the airport. Yeah. Right. So right. that's how the guy gets in and has the uniform and everything, is because ellipsis is the password that he can get access into, um, basically out onto the tarmac where he can blow up the plane. Mm-hmm. So, and then Bond also figures that out, that Ellipsis is the password, and he ends up using it to get out there, too. Yeah. After uh, that big sequence, uh, he starts being grilled by M. He's like, okay, like, you can't just do this stuff. (laughs) First you cause an international incident, then you blow up or uh, make a huge explosion on a tarmac. So uh, they inject him with the tracker. And she, they find out that Lashif is putting together a high-stakes poker tournament. Basically to recoup Yeah, to losses. recoup the losses of uh, n- not getting winnings off of the short of mm-hmm. uh, the prototype. Uh, if they would have went bankrupt, then yeah. he would have somehow he made, made like, He would have yeah. made, like, billions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, so now he's being hunted yeah. because they figured out that he's lost the money. But also, now... MI6 basically has him pegged mm. that he's the one who's behind this. So they send him Bond. Yes. To be M's, the M's like, unfortunately, you're the, our best poker player in, in MI6. <laughs> so I have to send you in despite not wanting to because he's basically just proved to M so far that he's a loose cannon. Yes. And uh, just like does anything to get the job done. Um, that he does. I will say, I think that they kind of, like, stack action sequences in the front. I mean, I guess there's action sequences throughout the poker tournament as well, like, high-stakes things. But they're just, like, kind of jam-packing. It slows down in the middle. Yeah, yeah. It really draws you in. You slow down for a minute, and you're like, okay, 
Okay, and then it ramps back up at the end, yeah. which is nice. I was I was almost gonna comment about how like there's almost too many action set pieces because there's the first one, the one on the tarmat, then like you say, it slows down in the middle, and then the one at the very end, the huge one in uh, Venice. Yeah. But then you also have the smaller ones of, like, uh, Bond being attacked by... The terrorists. The terrorists at the hotel. And you can even call whenever Bond is poisoned. Uh, a yeah. bit of a... It's just like a high tension. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more of a thrilling <clears throat> scene, because you're like, oh god, is he gonna die? Is he gonna die? I would say that's one of my my downsides of this movie is like how actiony because like this morning i watched it in two parts uh the first like hour or so and it was just it was super actiony so like all day i'm like wow that was really good you know and then <laughs> i come home and watch the like the basically the the poker tournament, the poker tournament and i'm like wow this is Really slow. slow. <laughs> like, maybe if I didn't uh, split it up, yeah. it might feel a little bit better. But I did really realize how slow it does, how much it does slow down. But I like the slower moments of the movie better. Like, I, I really like the 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 more espionage portions of the movie where Bond is trying to find out what Sheep's tell. And, you know, I mean, I don't really give a shit about poker, but it's... it's I'm it trying to say, I don't know anything about poker, so, yeah. like, I was totally lost every time they... I mean, like, I understand the basics of it, but like I said to Sean, and I, I could be wrong, but, I, like, when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, it's just all up to chance. Like, you, well, get, you, that, you, like, you get dealt the cards, like... Like, what's the strategy behind that? Yeah, I, I mean, like, well, I, I guess you gotta the bluff, poker you gotta face, bluff but... the guy ahead in front of you, yeah. but, like... And and we see Bond lose, like we see Bond lose, but yeah. then, but then he's like, I know I can beat him, and it's like, are are you are you talking about beating him by bluffing him? I Which, mean, people are professional poker players for a reason. Not any like schlub can just go in and well, sit no. down. Yeah, and, like uh, that's the conversation that Bond and Bess were have on the tram to wherever it is, Montenegro, I think. Mm -hmm. uh, because uh, Vesper is also a bit of an accountant. I forget exactly who she's affiliated with or she claims to be affiliated with. She's from with. the Treasury Department. Yeah, okay. And uh, she's like, oh, okay, because I thought that we were just, you know, gambling away our chance of catching a well-known terrorist. Uh, but I see... Why, because does they have to, a... why does he have to lose the money? Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> why does he have to lose the money for them to, like, really capture him? Because then he has no leverage. Okay. And they can offer him sanctuary and then, like, protect him from his clients. Okay. So that, like, he doesn't get his arms chopped off and killed, basically. Yeah, basically a, a way to, hey, we'll protect you, but give us the image. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. Uh, basically tell us who you're working for. Yeah. 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 Except they have no, they have no fucking clue <laughs> that, about that whole thing until right. later on. But, uh... The conversation that Bond has with Vesper, it's like, yeah, there is a modicum of chance, but there's also, like, probability involved, and, the, like, even Bond mentions that during the first hand that he loses, like, 50 grand or something like that. Uh, but it's about reading the man and then, like, you know, right. bluffing and out-bluffing and figuring it out. Cause... Which even then, like, when you talk about probability and statistics, you think about counting cards, and you're like, well, isn't that cheating? They say it's, it's hard to count cards in poker because, I mean, obviously it's shuffled and everything, mm -hmm. yeah. but in blackjack it's 
much easier to count cards yeah. just because of probability or whatever. Mm. So basically you're going by, and I mean like a poker game, it takes a long time too. So I'm guessing as cards get shuffled out, you have to do the mental math. Yeah. Like, okay, that card's on the table, which means somebody might have this or it's still in the deck. Yeah, exactly. And then they throw cards away too, like to, yeah. to up the probability of different outcomes happening. Yeah. And there's so many fucking face cards and suits and numbers. So when, stuff. Like when the dealer, I, I was gonna say when they're doing like uh, straight flush and all that, I'm like, God damn! Like you gotta be like Bond got extremely lucky in this. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you guys won't even know, but when the dealer would bring out another card like this one here. He would also put one over yeah, exactly. here. That's the get. That's the like. So if is anybody's that, counting cards, like it, that's it the throw off. Like, that, okay. Because yeah. I was like, "What is that for?" <laughs> yeah. Because I, like I said, I don't know shit. So. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I'd love to research it and like understand, you know, what what all goes into it. Yeah. I think it would be fun to do. Not that I have the money to gamble away, but it would just be fun to like play it and just be yeah, like, I, all right, I, you know. I don't even know the first thing about it. So, yeah, I don't either. I just wondered what those cards were. <laughs> so, yeah, most of the majority of the middle of the movie is uh, the card game, which I thoroughly enjoy. We also get introduced to uh, Felix Felix Leiter, who Leiter. is uh, played by Jeffrey Wright, but Felix Leiter is a character that a lot of people would remember from the Sean Connery days or the Roger Moore mm -hmm. days because he is James Bond's counterpart in the CIA. In the CIA. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, throughout the Craig series, you meet a lot of characters. Uh, in fact, a lot of people thought at first in the movie that Vesper was money paying because when she sits down, she says to Bond, I'm the money. Mm. And he says every penny of it. And everybody thought that yeah. she was money penny. Worth then. every penny. Yeah. So, yeah, so that, that's throwing my brain for a loop because I'm like, how do you keep continuity? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So, the funny thing is, it even screws with you even more because uh, Judy Dench's M is a holdover from the Pierce Brosnan yeah. uh, films. So, I, it, I knew it, she it, was like connected somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of, I don't think that you can really construct an actual timeline okay. because, I mean, because even like, uh, uh, no time to die. It's kind of a remake of Doctor No in, in, in parts. In parts, yeah. And and Blofeld, obviously, Inspector, like he is a character that's been seen before and played by but, multiple actors yeah. and everything. Um, yeah, the whole James Bond franchise, Mike. The best way for me to describe all the James Bond franchise, think Godzilla. They may not be connected at all. Right. Like, there could be a Connery movie that has absolutely nothing to do with any of the Connery movies that happened before. All right. Like, and I think there is a couple cases of that, too. But mm -hmm. um, but it's just kind of like, oh, here's Roger Moore. And then, like, I, I don't know. Something in the back of my mind is telling me that there was, like, a more than a Connery, than another more. <laughs> and I'm like, did they really, like, just... I don't think that's true, but do I, don't, another, I, don't, like, I don't know enough about it. I kind of thought I, they did do something like yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like they played them, retired, then played, somebody yeah. else played, then they retired. And... Well, I thought I heard somebody, I, I don't know where I would have even came across it, probably just on like a John Campy or something, 
show because they do talk about Bond here and there. But uh, I, I thought they somebody had said, you know, that they brought somebody back. I forget who they were talking about. So I think that probably has happened where somebody has come back oh, after. I don't know, though. Yeah, I don't know either. Oh, um, I think that there was a Lazenby and then... Oh, yeah, more. maybe another Roger. That yeah. was it, yeah. More Lazenby, then more again. And then I think Timothy Dalton after that. Timothy Dalton yeah. and then after Timothy Dalton was Pierce Brosnan. And then Daniel Craig is the the last Bond. I won't say the current Bond because... Spoilers! He dies. Hmm. Not in this movie, though. Yeah, yeah. He dies at the end of the most recent movie. Yeah. Um... He's not confirmed as out, though. I'm pretty sure he... There's no way that he comes back from what happened. Absolutely no. Well, it could be one of your one-offs, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Or because, it could be a prequel. Because, uh... The... That's what I said about Skyfall. Because oh. at the end of Skyfall, it almost could, if it was set in the 60s, right. which it's not. But if it was set in the 60s, could have easily led into the Sean Connery Bonds. Mm-hmm easily could have and nobody would have had an eye uh something funny about the 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 daniel craig's or specifically casino royale it's kind of like poking fun at the more cheesier ones like this series for a while was like at least it, it got a little goofy towards the end it was embracing its roots mm. but it was like trying to distance itself from the really like cheesy um like all the gadgets Roger Moore ones and things like that. Stuff. Well, not just gadgets, but like cheesy one liners. The one liners oh, and like God. and just like being like totally nonchalant about how like Bond is just killing scores of people. Uh and they even like mock some of the things. Like after I think it's after he loses his money, not before he like Yeah, it's before he gets it's after he loses all his money and before <laughs> Felix buys him back into the game. He's mm-hmm. like I want a vodka martini, and the bartender's like, oh, shaken or stirred? And he's like, do I look like I give a fuck, basically? Yeah. He's like, like, I don't give a shit, which is like... I think he literally says, I don't give a shit. Yeah, he's like, do I look yeah, like he, I give a damn? Yeah, he says, do I look like I give a damn? I give a damn. Yeah, and then, because uh, that's like a Sean Connery, like, you know, shaken, shaken not stirred. Oh, okay. Type of shit. Like that, that's... Which, and you really see the frustration in his character at that yeah. moment, because, like, two scenes prior... He calls over the barman and he's like, I want a, a dry martini. He was very and he's like, specific. yes, sir. And he's like, wait, three measures of Gordon's, one of vodka, half a measure of Kina Lele. That, I feel Kina like Lele. that was also just a tactic to get under Lashif's skin and kind of like shake him up. Because after the bartender leaves, two of the other guys are like, oh, I'll have one of those too. And then Felix is like, friend, I'll have that too. Well, hold the hold the fruit or whatever. Yeah. And Lashif is like, can we fucking play now? <laughs> <laughs> Which is like funny because... All of the other people, with the exception of Lashif, Felix, and Bond, are there just to have a fun poker game. He's the only one who's, like, just there, who's yeah, like, listen, shut the fuck up, everybody. I need to win this money back. Yeah. So it's or funny. I'm going to get killed. It's really funny that Bond is, like, obviously taking a lighthearted tone, because it's supposed to be a game. Right. And Lashif is like, fucking, let's play cards. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's just like, okay, Jesus Christ. Jesus, man, calm down. But yeah, that and then there's some other stuff. Then he's about to take a knife just to go murder. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna straight up murder. <laughs> he just grabs a knife off the table and he's like, mm. and then Felix is like, hold up, man, relax. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, I'll buy you back in. You just calm down. 
Yeah. I suck at poker. I suck at poker. <laughs> I'll give you the money, you let us bring in Lashif. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Doesn't happen anyway. Yeah, it does not. Yeah, happen. which thinking about that, you know, you... Wouldn't he be pissed because, like, they didn't get... I mean, I guess he's they don't care about dead him. now? Yeah, so, like, they don't have to worry about Yeah, him. like, like they don't, they can't find out more about his organization, but at least he's fucking dead, so, like... Well, I mean, let, let's, let's talk about that. So, the scene at the casino, um, everybody's playing cards, they take their recess, and Lashif gets attacked in his room by the terrorist who he just recently got his money because he found out that he lost it all, um, trying to bet on the stocks and plot a bomb threat um so he's pissed threatens to cut his girlfriend's arm off and then doesn't because i guess a terrorist is has a heart it, it was somewhat just, i felt like he just should have just chopped it right he was off just trying cause... to measure with chief i think yes yeah. he, was, he was like and, like yeah. full willing to cut off his girlfriend's arm and he's like not not even a pre like he didn't even like scream out when i was about to like yeah he's no, like be, be, you're be, such be, a Coward. Yeah. yeah. Because and and I think that's why he just didn't do it, was because he was like, This dude is just such a fucking coward. He's like, We we don't even have to threaten him. Yeah. He's already but, yeah, pissing he's himself, like mm -hmm. he'll get us the money, whatever. So they leave and then Bart ends up killing them anyway. <laughs> so yeah. so, so I found out he puts the bug in his ear after he gets the parcel from the uh Cause right, because it, they're in the elevator yeah. on their way yeah. up, and he gets the parcel. I, I, I with came the in as uh, Mike was finishing. I like walked in in that scene, and uh, I was like, "Oh!" Right. I literally saw him yeah. put the thing in his ear. I was like, "Okay, now I get it." Because before I was like, he, "Does he just have that bug in his ear the entire <laughs> game?" Because I don't think That's, that. Yeah, I, I thought maybe the dealer would like look over and be like, "Mr. Bond, are you cheating?" Yeah, like, you can't cheat out your ear. <laughs> hey, uh, what were you doing? Is that a hearing aid? And he's like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> but I yeah. thought I kind of thought that. Going back a little bit, when, um, what's her name, Vesper? Mm -hmm. uh, when she walks in, I thought she walked in that way to get, like, a peek at the cards. The yeah. cards. Yeah. Just uh, to draw the other guy's attention. Yeah. I, I thought that's what she was doing. Basically to distract the yeah. other players so that Bond had the upper hand. Because Bond calls, calls her out on it. So I, I thought there was a deeper meaning in why she entered that way. But well, I think it was kind of. I'm really reaching here, but a little foreshadowing of betrayal. I mean, I don't think I think that because they were kind of like playing coy with each other up to this point, like because they're under the uh, their characters are a husband and wife. So, mm -hmm. like, I don't. I think that she was just like showing off to Bond. Or something, because he's been like, "I need you to look your best, whatever you know, to distract everybody." And then, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel I, like she was like, kind of. It was like a kind of a flirty thing, yeah. but because they eventually do get together, and then she betrays him. But I don't know. That's that's kind of how I viewed it anyway. If he's like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe I'll just fucking poke you a little bit," you know, yeah. a little bit of a flirty thing. <laughs> Yeah. That's a, uh, you're probably on the right. I mean, I mean no matter where she enters from, when she goes up, like, make like even like even Mathis says, it's like, well, it works. Everybody's yeah. still staring at you, like, like they haven't. Some of them are still staring at you. Yeah. So, yeah, is Mathis in more? He's in quantum, and then that's it. Okay, yeah. 
I don't so, so we do we do get Mathis more of that sort. In Quantum. Oh, okay. I don't remember anything about that movie. I um, said the very end when uh, Bond tells the dude to drink motor oil. <laughs> oh yeah, tell mm. Dominic Green drink motor oil. That's the only thing I remember from that movie. So that's uh, the craziest thing I realized after watching this. I, I would think you were back here. I was telling Aaron out there. Like I actually remember the most about this movie. Yeah, but it's the one I saw first, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then I watched two, and then we went and saw Skyfall in the theater. But, like, I don't remember shit about those two. Skyfall was great. during the writer's strike. Yeah. yeah. I there remember was, like, people talking about that. But... Happening with that they movie. were, like, writing the movie as they were filming the movie. Oh, so, so, like, it's one of those. And it's not terrible. There are some good action sequences in it, but it's forgettable for the mm. most part. Because there's not a strong villain. Well, clearly. There's, <laughs> not, there's not anything, like, driving the plot. I mean, there is. There's. They obviously had planned it out as multiple movies. And they were, like, trying to... like. The only cohesion with that movie is the fact that Dominic Green, Lashif, Silva are all under Spectre's umbrella. Mm. Or tentacles, I guess. Um, and that's the only like cohesion with it. So like Quantum, while it's not great, still connects mm. to the rest of it. Yeah. This is like the MCU. It's funny, it's it's funny right. that they're like building up these three movies to try and like get like Spectre to be the big one, but like Spectre Skyfall is yeah. better Skyfall's than it. Better. Yeah. Like Skyfall's really much better than it. Skyfall is a lot it, better. Because you learn a lot more about Bond. Yeah. What what is because I'm so ignorant to this whole franchise. What is this is Casino Royale considered by the Bond people the best of the Daniel Craig? Like a lot unanimously? Of people, a lot of people say Skyfall is the best. that's that's what I remember. I but, would say Skyfall is very good. I I'm partial to No Time to Die, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I were to list them, it would be, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Skyfall, No Time to Die, but Casino Royale is like this yeah, far but, apart yeah. from No Time to Die. Okay, this was received very well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it just kickstarted everything. Because. Like you said, we had the very campy Pierce Brosnan. Like you said, there's only one good Pierce Brosnan movie, and that's Goldeneye. And it's, Die Another and it's Day the was, more serious one. Die Another Day was fucking awful. Really? Man. It was awful. There's like a satellite that has uh, a laser on it. It uses the sun's power to like... They're, they're, they claim that they're going to use it to like, oh, grow food in places that don't get sunlight, blah, blah, blah. And then... They're, they're, like, bombing compounds and shit like they that. They bomb compounds, but then they also, like, there's a North Korean, like, yeah. guy who yeah, was surgery. killed, had plastic surgery, comes back as, like, a British guy. Yeah. It's, it's and so then, fucking Yeah, bad. it's so bad. And actually, his, like, commander is the guy who was in um, Olympus Has Fallen. Mm. He was the North Korean guy who, like... So he was in the movie, and he played the the other guy who had, like, the plastic surgery and shit. Because there was a bomb that went off. Oh, my God. And it was so dumb. So dumb. Like, Madonna did the theme song. So bad. I think I remember that. So bad. The movie was just terrible. 
and yeah so it's like coming off the heels of like this campy stuff and then yeah not four years later and everybody's yeah. like oh jesus christ are we good but like, I, I brought it up because i remember when skyfall came out like people were like this is amazing like people are losing their minds and, and, and that's one reason why i brought up to you and i'm pretty sure you at one point or another that the mid-2000s was really a time where moviegoers or not even moviegoers but studios were like let's ground the shit out of our movies and make them realistic oh this yeah. james bond is like as real as you're ever gonna get well, yeah like, that's what it, the it, 2000s it, were yeah i was literally thinking that earlier yeah. i don't think, think about we batman thought... iron yeah, man I, even iron man was grounded right yeah uh, it was i mean for the fact that a dude built a mechanized suit it was as grounded as it possibly yeah. could have yeah. been but batman's <laughs> the biggest example batman, of that, yeah. actually christopher nolan's batman yeah but even this james bond you don't have all the gadgets you simply have a spy who's on a mission it's a it's a it's really mystery. the beginning of the 2010s yeah. that they started like really, really shedding off that yeah. okay we're, we took ourselves too seriously yeah. let's start throwing more that's after and, the avengers like avengers yeah. happened and after like, avengers okay. happened that avengers, was like, everybody was like okay made it on. okay to be out there yeah, yeah. Exactly. no 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 avengers was the movie yeah. that taught everybody hey you don't have to take yourself so seriously right. but this movie is a prime example of taking yourself and not too seriously because it takes itself serious enough to be taken seriously mm because it's uh, more yeah they're more grounded and yeah real because you were coming off a very cheesy bond movie yeah. whereas you watch this and you're like wow this is actually like a very very compelling mm. uh spy movie mm -hmm. and yeah. I, I feel like they they don't take themselves as seriously mm. in the later bond movies especially with no time to die and even then they still take themselves seriously it's, it's they more, just yeah. add in more of the gadgets and stuff yeah, like things that made is. bond bond mm -hmm. but um yeah i mean this is a this is one of those prime examples of it takes itself seriously enough to be taken seriously mm. i find it funny that there's kind of a a pendulum effect with these kinds of like just the genre of like a spy movie mm -hmm. and that's want to happen in anything but these were the the tone of these movies were a product of the like we had mentioned before the the cheesiness and the campiness of those uh older bond movies but like awesome powers too who was like directly spoofing those movies which and is then, funny because it comes off the backs of the pierce Brosnan yeah. movies so right. it's like they understood like oh, okay these are starting to get really cheesy yeah. let's spoof them even more mm -hmm. and play it out and then not 2014 2015 with the release of something like kingsman which is a more like high fantasy i'll call it that spy movie mm -hmm. they directly talk about like the two of the main characters the villain and one of the main spies it's like uh, the spy movies are a little serious for my take nowadays, you know, which is a direct reference to uh, how Jane Bond has no. been like taking itself so deadly seriously, and um, but which for in my opinion works. No, it works fine. Yeah. It's just funny that like that like they people take exception it. with uh, each sides of the spectrum of uh, a type of movie like this, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, especially with I mean these movies are successful there's like people clearly like them yeah despite the fact like you could claim that it's just because it's under the moniker of james bond 007 or whatever but they're still pretty mo for the most part quality movies yeah 
uh, five out of the or three out of the five are at least pretty good. So. Right. It's funny how it kind of goes back and forth. Yeah. But, this one was yeah. good. Then the odd number one's really good. Yeah. yeah. The even numbers yeah. like eh. yeah. Skyfall is great. Spectre's okay. It's not like it's it's still not bad. I, I thought say, but... Spectre was going to be much better than yeah. anticipated. And, and I, I, I saw the first Walt but... was cast as whoever. They weren't saying he was Blofeld, and I was like, yeah. I was like. Are you kidding me, Christoph Waltz? This movie's gonna be fantastic. And then yeah, it was and, like, and, and they take fucking forty minutes to even introduce him into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to wait till he gets into a fight with Batista to yeah. be uh, introduced to. Well, which that... Batista was in the movie. Too. That's why I was excited. Oh yeah, he's, he's good. I think he, be the he, best part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He he was a very good part because that Inspector. That's when it starts to harken back to the older, yeah. the older Which type James Bond movies with, where you have Jaws from Moonraker, and that's. Kind of who, in fact, that's almost who he, he was playing. That's who he is supposed to be. He's supposed yeah. to be Jaws. Because he has, like, the metal teeth and everything. Mm. But yeah, he has the metal Oh, that, that's right. He has the metal fingernails, not the metal teeth. And, uh, yeah, he's playing, like, the big henchman guy. And then, uh, like, he, Bond kills him, obviously. Mm. And he doesn't talk throughout the whole movie mm. until he attaches, like, a barrel to him. Yeah, they're on a high-moving train, and they yeah. attach a barrel, and he wraps the Kicks rope around his neck. And, he's and like, then he goes, shit. And then he gets <laughs> hung out through now the why? window. Yeah, but that's four movies into this yeah. series, and we're not talking about it. Now. We're talking about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I apologize. I've watched all of these, with the exception of Spectre, within the last two weeks. So I just went on a on a Bond marathon, essentially. Um, I would yeah. like to go through them because I, like I said, I haven't saw four or five, but we'll see <laughs> if I have time. There's there's so much shit coming out right now. Yeah. <laughs> but uh where were we we're right about after so we fought bond wins the tournament uh well chief is fucked basically and uh uh vesper and bond go out to celebrate they're trying to it's they're just like at, at, at this point they're like okay we're you know whatever bond finds out that she has a necklace that's like a love token basically an algerian love knot yeah and uh he's like yeah whatever and she gets a text from Mathis, and he's, she's like, oh, Mathis needs me. And then he, I don't know exactly what it was, but he discovers that Mathis was a turncoat. Yeah. It, it, he, like, looks at his drink, I think, and he's like, how did they know to poison my drink or something like that? I, something along those lines. And I, I think that, like I said to you earlier when that scene was coming up, that I noticed in the three times that I watched that sequence over the last two weeks. <laughs> I, spoilers, I love this movie. Um, <laughs> that Mathis bought Bond's trust, but then he comes back to the bar and tells, because he just lost. Vesper's pissed that he lost. And he tells Mathis, he's like, he's like, it was worth it. And he's like, what? He's like, I know his tell now. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he twitches. He tries to hide a twitch. And, like, Lashif goes like this to, like, try to hide it. Mathis and Vesper were the only two people that he told about his tell. And there's a, a part in that sequence later where Lashif is sitting at the table and he does his tell. And he looks at Bond and he goes, and he stops. Mm -hmm. And I was like, somebody tipped him off about it. Yeah. That Bond knew. And it wasn't Vesper who told him. 
So it had to have been Matthew. Right. And then you find that's that out after that's yeah, that's when he realized like, oh shit, she's about to get captured. And then whenever they cut the tracker out of Bond's arm, he tells him, he says, I'm afraid your friend Mathis is actually my friend Mathis. Yeah. So Yeah. And then uh Lashif tries to uh interrogate Bond to get the password, uh, password because he's like uh because they're obviously torturing uh, Vesper too, or at least they're claiming that they are, and uh, yeah, we never see it. Yeah, no. Uh, you just hear her whooping and hollering. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so uh, uh, Lashif is torturing Bond in the most creative way possible. And, uh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey. You want a man that the talks. monkey's fist to the yeah. nuts. Yeah, and uh, basically saying it's like Bond's like you. It doesn't matter like what you do to me. I'm never going to tell you. So you're dead anyway. <laughs> like, and that pisses Lashif off because obviously he's out of options at this point. Yeah. Uh, but mid torture. Uh, Which where was Felix? Why didn't they just nab him? I don't know. Yeah, they because uh, the hell were they doing? Well, because Bond. I think Bond is either talking to Mathis or Vesper, and he's like, uh, Felix is going to... They've made... Or Mathis tells Bond... No, uh, no, no. Felix has made contact with... Vesper tells oh, yeah. him via Mathis's yeah. text message that Felix Leiter has made contact, which he's lying. Yeah. So it makes me wonder, like, did they incapacitate Leiter? Maybe. Or, like, they would have had to. Yeah. But, yeah, so... Uh, Mr. White breaks in, murders uh, Lashif because he's like, I'll get the money, don't worry, I'm gonna get the money. He's like, it doesn't matter if you get the money because uh, it it matters more who you can trust in this organization. And I guess they just couldn't trust Lashif because he took all the money that they were paid to gamble on, basically. Right. And so he's killed, Bond is uh, nursed back to health, and... Yeah, we don't get an actual time frame. Yeah, it's it's hard to say how long between the it, poker game and the fa- finale of the movie it is. I think Aaron and I were discussing it. It's like probably like a month, a couple months, something like that. Like, would it have taken that long to actually transfer, or did they have to wait till he was like conscious enough? I guess probably probably had to wait till he was conscious yeah. enough to actually transfer the funds. <clears throat> yeah, but uh. And is Mathis trying to drug Bond again whenever he's, like, there? He's like, they told me to give you this. Yeah. He, like, puts, like, some shit in his no, water. No, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Because he was trying to... At that point, he was probably trying to cover for Spectre. It was like, I gotta wipe him out so nobody knows what went down. Yeah. And then he's like, better for me or better for you? And then some dudes just roll up on Mathis. <laughs> my yeah. take him away. <laughs> Yeah. Which then in Quantum, I mean, basically after he was caught and probably, you know, I don't know what they did to him, but in Quantum, when you see him again, like, I forget, I don't remember much about Quantum, but I, it was the only Bond I saw in the theater. Well, aside from No Time to Die. Um, but I think he, like, basically says, he basically tells him, like, hey, I'm sorry, like, wasn't wasn't supposed to go down that way, but. But yeah, did. but uh, so the funds are transferred to Bond's account, which he thinks is the treasury because that's who Vesper is, yeah. you know, on their side, mm-hmm. as he thinks, alleged. And uh, 
after Bond saved Vesper and all of this other, like, you know, acts of whatever, she falls for him. And they have their romantic tryst for, like, what we said, maybe a month or whatever. Bond is tendering his resignation to MI6 on the day that uh, he finds out that um, Vesper betrayed him. Which I, I really like the scene that he finds out that he betrayed him because M calls him and he's like, yeah, what? And he's like, I got your email. We'll talk about that later. But a man from the treasury is here with me and he's really interested to find out when he'll, we'll get the money. And he's just like, fuck, I've been fucked. Yeah, I've he's like, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, he's like, like I shame. didn't think they'd miss it. I'm yeah. on my way to the bank right now. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, oh, funny. And then because... Vesper's uh, like, I've got to go to the bank. And then he frantically calls Mendel, and he's like, shit, 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 shit. Yeah. Mendel, I can't get my money. And he's like, oh, it's being withdrawn. He's like, it's not me. Like, he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. There it is. He's like sprinting through Venice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So Vesper is on the hook. Her, We find out that her boyfriend was being... Yeah, she's, like, captured. Captured by Spectre, and she's trying to buy his freedom. Yeah, and um, by giving them, she made a deal to give them the money in exchange for his life. Yeah, and then fast forward to Quantum, he didn't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she is betrayed. Bond is handing over the money to the organization that we don't know Spectre yet. Right, and Bond follows her, and a huge fight breaks out, and a extremely unstable venetian like tower i don't know if that's how they actually keep buildings afloat there i think it is but that's pretty fucking crazy if it is because yeah, what is it like on I, it's I like, like a huge like water bubble yeah. yeah like a huge raft okay. which is like keeping it afloat he that's... punctures like three three of them yeah, and it just starts fucking years. crumbling yeah. but uh which it's under construction anyway yeah. like yeah they have like it blocked off and everything but i thought i thought they were on like some kind of foundation, like beams in the water. I don't like. Maybe it. they were like replacing the foundation. Right. They had it like uplifted that. or something like happen. that. But uh, so that they could get down to it and replace yeah. it, and then like lay it back down onto the foundation. That's probably. What I don't it know. Is. I just that's what I always <laughs> I, thought. I was gonna say, that seems like a good storm comes <laughs> into Venice, and you got like buildings just like. Well, yeah, then they're all gonna like yeah, exactly. shit. They gotta be anchored somehow. But yeah. Oh yeah. I, um, I don't know. Yeah. Bond wipes out all the dudes, and Vesper, for some reason, is in a elevator, elevator like metallic elevator. It seemed the, like they put her in there. Could have been. For some reason. And then I she locks it. Yeah. So he's trying to rescue her because, yeah. you know, the building's coming down, and she locks herself in. I'm sorry, James. And then she plunges into the water and drowns. Uh,. Callousing over Bond's heart once more. <laughs> yeah, I I don't understand her motivation in the scene. I okay, because like she, I don't either. <laughs> like she could have survived essentially. She maybe could. she was like oh because her boyfriend or whatever is a part of Quantum or whatever. But I mean, even then, he's not really like a part of Quantum. It's just I think that she she did it for him, but I think that. Maybe, I don't know, maybe she broke her own heart by betraying James. Maybe. And so she just, well, may, she, maybe she thought that she didn't deserve or she, to Or was she too torn between the two? That's partially my guess, is like she was just, she was so hurt that she did that to James that she 
decided she didn't deserve to live or something yeah. like that. But her death did buy Bond the second chance that he needed. Yeah. Because M talks about... Because obviously Bond is pissed. He's like, I, I got one over on me. Which is funny because in a scene... Oh, she got me. In a scene right before that, uh, Vesper and Bond are talking and it's like, how did you know that Mathis... He's like, oh, well, he betrayed me or whatever. It's like, And he's like, lesson learned. I can't trust anybody, which... M tells Bond at the beginning of the movie, it's like, you can't trust anybody. Right. Like, and uh, he's like, well, uh, everybody has a tell except for you. And then after she dies, uh, he's like, uh, M's like, well, it could have been her, so we can stop sweating Mathis. And he's like, no, you have to, like, just keep, keep on him or whatever. And she's like, okay. And so he's like, you don't trust anybody, do you, Bond? And he's like, no. And he's like, well, you've learned your lesson. I told you, you can't trust anybody. Yeah. And he's obviously fucking broken up about it. But Mr. White gets the suitcase somehow after Which, it was like drowning in the water. Yeah. And there is a re redemption, a little bit of a redemption for Vesper because she leaves behind a message yeah. for James on her phone. It says Mr. White and his phone number, who mm -hmm. is the man who introduced Lashif to the terrorists and everything. And he's he's been uh, instrumental in this whole movie behind the scenes. So at the end, when we see him, he picks up the phone and it's Bond on the other end and says, we need to talk and shoots him in the leg. And that calf, I think. Yeah. And then walks up behind him and has the gun and... Bond, James Bond. Yeah, yeah, because he says, "Who is this?" Whenever he, he says the thing, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then Quantum picks up literally right after that. Hmm. Bond is driving him to meet M somewhere hmm. in wherever they are. It's the Italian countryside yeah. or something like that. Or no, it's Spain. I have to revisit. Uh, I, I think it's Spain because you're doing the running of the bull. Yeah. You have to revisit that movie because I I've only watched it once. I remember fucking nothing of it. They're on an oil rig at one point, aren't they? Something like that? No, they're out in the middle of the desert in, like, a compound. Okay. I, I don't know if there's anything to do with... No, there's nothing to do with oil because they think... It catches it's on oil. fire. The place catches yeah, on fire. Yeah, it blows up. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, they think that they're after oil because it's a desert, but they're not. They're after water. Yeah. To control it. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm literally trying my damnedest to remember. I fucking don't remember that movie at all. <laughs> I literally went to the movie theater to watch this movie alone. Like, I had my mom, like, I was like, Mom, they're playing it at, like, 1 o'clock. Drop me off the movie. So I went to watch James Bond. And I, like, left, and I'm like, eh. Is that right? <laughs> like, yeah. whatever. Like, that was, like, 2009, I think is when Quantum came out? Yeah, 2008, 2008 2009. 2008 or 2009. Yeah. And it was... Just okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, those damn even bonds. Those damn even bonds are not great. <laughs> Who is the next James Bond? Is it the big one, Henry Cavill? And Idris Elba. Yeah. Are two of the shortlist. But they, apparently, somebody, I read it the other day, somebody said that the next Bond will be younger. Well, he has to be. Because yeah. people were pissed at. Daniel Craig's, they were so, before even the movie came out, they were pissed because they thought Daniel Craig was too old. They were pissed because he had blonde hair. They were 
Maybe because like, they had blue 30. eyes. What the hell they want? A 19-year-old James Bond? <laughs> like, Tom, Tom Holland's gonna play Yeah, yeah he's an excellent Tom that Holland. Kid, I, I will literally just be like, no, I'm out. That Sorry. Kid, that kid from We Are the Millers. Eyebrows kid. Yeah, eyebrows kid. He could do it. Probably could. I, I have no idea. It's like... He is a British person. Right. <laughs> have uh, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson do it. He'd be a good song. I think he's he's either English or Welsh. I can't, I can't remember. I have. Yeah. I have he might be a good Bond. He probably could be. Anyway, bring back Pierce. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is irrelevant <laughs> to this conversation, but uh, Skyfall was like. So you probably don't know this, but Javier Bardem wasn't their first choice no, to I play know. Silva. It was originally going to be uh, Sean Connery. Yeah. They asked him to come back. No, I so that would have been crazy. And if yeah. not, they could have got Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan, I, I like Daniel Craig a lot, but he holds a special place in my heart for Bond, even though his movies suck ass. Uh, <laughs> Sean Connery? No, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Pierce Brosnan. But uh, yeah, I think that they should Pierce do that. Good. They should bring back old Bonds as new Bond villains. Like, yeah. That would be great. That would be funny. Yeah, honestly, uh, if Connery had come back as the villain in skyfall everybody would have watched yeah i mean that i think hands down it would have been regarded as the best uh daniel craig installation of the yeah. but javier bardem was good oh he was excellent yeah i nothing had taken away from him but i i feel like if you had brought connery back he was just so damn old that it wouldn't have been believable yeah like he's the, like older than m yeah like he just like, <laughs> he just like holds up in like a motorized like rascal and he's like show 007 i was 007 at one time and he's like when in the 1930s like... <laughs> they clearly would have had to change the plot but yeah. you know uh, it's me all along bond it's me all along bond. <laughs> he's like damn that's crazy how old are you how <laughs> old are you you corpse? i mean I've been playing this since you were. He's like, in I'm ninety. He's like, I'm ninety-five. <laughs> he's like, why are you? Why are you doing this? Shouldn't you be in a retirement home somewhere? He's like, can't just yeah, mentally unstable. <laughs> well, do we have much else to say about Casino Royale? Uh, I was very. Let's talk about the song for a minute. I was very pleased. That's where I was going. I was very pleased that it was Chris Cornell. May he rest in peace. Yes. Um. Very good Bond song. Yeah. One of the I didn't ones remember that at all, and I, I really liked it. I, I'm partial to Skyfall. So. Oh, Skyfall, yeah. Skyfall is like a flawless Bond song. Um, that was Adele, right? Yeah. And again, here we are. The odd-numbered Bond <laughs> yeah. movies have the best songs. Because you have... Oh, yeah, that's true. You have You Know My Name from this movie, Skyfall. And then you have No Time to Die by Billie Eilish, which, right. in my opinion, is one of the better Bond it's I remember hearing it. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, that, that came out, like, what, two years before the movie actually yeah. came out? Oh, I, was like, I was like, that's yeah, a damn good Bond song. Man. It was supposed to come out when the movie came yeah. out. Do, like, do you, you know, know what the, the, the uh, even number ones were? Um, it was Jack White was... Jack uh, White and Juan. Christina Aguilera. Yeah, and Sam Smith oh. was uh, Spectre. Okay. Which his radio okay. Radiohead wrote the original song. Yeah. For Spectre, but then they cut it out, mm. which that one was better yeah, than Sam, Sam Smith's. Smith's song. Mm. I, I don't hate that one, but you know, it's not. It, I, I do remember now that you said the Jack White and Christina. I it's do, not I, a great. I remember that being a thing. I can't think of how it goes, but it, it, I think it's called Another Way to Die. Mm -hmm. 
is what that song's called, but it's not. Nah, I like that uh, You Know My Name is the name of the song, and the movie literally ends with him saying... Him saying. Bon, yeah. Bon. Like, yeah. That, that's a nice little yeah. bookend of the of No, the honestly, I think this is one of the better James Bond themes. Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly pleased to hear that. Yeah, it was a very good... Back movie. when I watched it originally, I I didn't know anything about Chris Cornell. So. Yeah. No, yeah, one of, one of my favorites... Uh, music in general music in general by david arnold was pretty good mm -hmm. who did the roland emmerich godzilla and independence day okay. i think he actually did a couple of the brosnan movies too probably yeah hmm. it's thunder if you can hear it probably not no <laughs> set scheduled thunderstorm yeah. <laughs> a little late all right is it uh is it ratings time it is ratings, it is ratings time. time well i don't want to go first so I'll, I'll go first. I just noticed. You always go first. I just noticed the stick. All right, you go first. I'll go first this time. I'm actually. Wait, prepared. let's see whose cards are better. Oh, well, that's you. Out of <laughs> oh, yeah, whose cards are better. Probably we'll do that at the end. We'll do that at the end. We'll um, go first. <laughs> or, yeah, I'll go first, but. And then we show down. Then you show down to see who goes next. Anyway, live on the podcast. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, and I'm kind of. Basing this on the fact that I've remembered a lot of this fucking movie, and it's been 10 years since I first saw it, mm -hmm. and the only time I saw it. So, I, I'm i going to go 8 out of 10. It's, it's, it's up there, because for it to stick with me as much as it did, I think that attests to how good of a movie it is. Mm -hmm. So, I, I'm going to go 8 out of 10. Alright. I've got a pair of fives, ace high. I think he I win. You're prepared nine times. I thought that reveal was going to be cool. <laughs> I couldn't see the cards, honestly. So like... um, yeah, I'll, I'll go. I was struggling between eight and eight. Hmm. Um, I have a big problem with recency bias whenever I rate things, but uh, definitely eight. I'm going to stick with eight. I'll echo your eight. Uh, everything you say, I really like the different tone of them that this franchise, like, it jumps off and kicks off a whole new tone for the Bond movies from mm. for like an entire decade, basically. Uh, yeah, uh, I like a lot of everything about this movie. My favorite parts of the movie are the poker game. That's like I don't hate the action scenes by any means, but mm. I, I just like the that character stuff a little bit better. Nine. Nine. <laughs> I'm giving it a nine. There you go. Because uh, the first time I ever watched this movie, it was was interesting and everything but i was also very young i was like 12 or 13 and like didn't understand the intricacies of the movie like i was used to just like big action things and like not having to think through a plot or anything like that hmm. um but watching it as an adult i'm like this is a very well written very well executed james bond movie um and uh, it, it's in my top 10 it's definitely in my top 10 it's uh it's it's one of those movies that i can watch over and over and over again as i have done over the last two weeks i watched it twice right and then watched the end of it today yeah so like it's one of those movies where like if it's on i will just watch it doesn't matter what part it's at it's just a very well a very well written movie the tone is the same the whole way through um 
its pacing is a little odd, but but it uh, it's it's great. I love it. All right. Yeah. There you have it. Our discussion of I forgot the name of the movie. Casino Royale. It's over. You surprised my brain. Skyfall Spectre. Uh, we have another recommendation coming from me, and uh, I have three movies in my brain right Oof. now. Uh, so I'm going to lay out the tones or the genres of the movie, and you guys let me know what you're most interested in. So I have, I'm going to stick with the spy genre, or I have a comedy and kind of like a comedy drama type thing. So what are, what are we feeling? Are we going to so let this the cards your first one. Yeah, this was your first one, this was your second one, your third one. Remember what they are, because I don't know. Okay, I remember. So, whatever the highest card is here, that's will what be we're going to pick. Okay, sounds we good. We leave it up to chance. Well, that's a joker. That's a joker, so that's a wild card. <laughs> so I'm not sure what that is. Yeah. What the fuck? That's another Whoa. joker. Okay, hold on. <laughs> it's like, what? Joker. What are the chances of that? Excellent question. Mm, that did not help my uh, decision. That did not help. Any, any, we're, uh, we're it looks it. like it's the Joker. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> we're going to try this again. Eight okay. for your first pick. Two for your second pick. So it's not that one, whatever that one is. And a king. Okay. Well, in that case, my recommendation for next week is going to be The Big Short. I have wanted to watch this movie. It's yeah. an Adam McKay, isn't it? Adam McKay uh, came out in 20, 20, uh, 15 or 16, 15, I think. Yeah. Um, you got no reaction from me. I know it's idea about. The, it is. I, I have a bad feeling that you might not like it, but it's <laughs> it's a film, a dramatization film about the uh, housing market crisis of two thousand and eight. Wow. Oh, okay. So like, yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. I it's. From the director of Anchorman Brothers, okay. <laughs> uh, but he's done more serious movies. Uh, my personal favorite is Vice, that came out in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and uh, this one is also an excellent movie. It's informative. I didn't know. Obviously, I was in fucking middle school when the housing market crash happened, so I didn't know anything about it. Uh, it was very informative and entertaining, to say the least. So, I've wanted to watch this, yeah. so I'm excited to watch it. Sometimes Have you played I... it before? Nope. Okay. Sometimes I forget how much older I am of you guys. <laughs> you were in middle school, I was graduating high school. <laughs> it really doesn't seem like, I mean, like, I, I know. Like age wise, you're not that much older than us. It's yeah. just like, there's only like, when you break it down years. like that, it's yeah. like, yeah. damn. <laughs> so, yeah, if you don't want to be spoiled for the big short, I know there's not really much to spoil. Everybody <laughs> fucking knows what happens. But uh, for the big short, before next time, make sure to watch it. We will be having a spoiler discussion of it. Thank you so much for indulging us with this stupid card game <laughs> and uh, our discussion of Casino Royale. Uh, I know we enjoyed having it. I hope you guys enjoyed watching or listening. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff, and we'll see you in the next one. I pulled. Cheers. <laughs>